now, coming to you from a Midwestern hole in the United States, The Dollcast. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, George Lucas isn't bad company to be in, alright? Hey, freaks, this is Roth on the Dogcast, coming to you from SlyDogStudios.org, which you probably already know. Oh, what a day. What a nice day. I didn't even realize how nice it was until I got up to go to work, went outside, no coat, Nothing. Well, I I put my coat on because I I thought it was going to be a little bit chilly. And I usually use the extra pockets in the front, but didn't end up needing it. So, what a a day to be at work. And besides that, inside when you're not at work and not realizing it was a nice day. Should have checked the mail earlier or something. (laughs) Uh, This time of year, though, is... It brings those damn gnats into our bathrooms at work. And they they fly around and they sit inside the urinals. They just sit there and you're like, why are you there? And so naturally what you do is you try and piss on the damn things because to hell with them. <laughs> but they do, they just sit there. Even when I put like cleaner in there, they're just chilling. It'll like slowly run down, and they'll just sit there, and I'll hit them, and they'll be like, well, I'm dead. I don't get it. Those things are annoying gnats. Ugh. Kitty. Ah, cat's up here messing around again, as usual. <clears throat> oh, well, let's see. What do we want to talk about first? I only have a couple of things really to talk about today. Uh, it's one of those Mondays. Mondays are my tired days because when I go to work, you know, it's at the beginning of the week and I have all my weekly duties, you know, to do. So I'm just moving constantly. And first thing, that's just instinct to do as much as I can of my weekly duties so I don't have to mess with it later. And then the rest of the days are a little better. But the downside of that is, uh, my Mondays, which this is Tuesday, you're getting this, but you know, it was my Monday at work. <clears throat> it's always really tiring because I end up doing so much. Oh, but yes. Uh, let's talk about, talk about, talk about. All right, I guess we'll first talk about what I was able to get done programming wise today. In NES development, I really didn't get a whole bunch done. Today, both Liam and Gavin, if you follow me on Twitter, at Slydog Studios, you probably already saw this. Liam and Gavin are just were just clingy today. Just kept wanting to have me do something or have me hold, like, especially Gavin wanting me to hold him. He didn't want to just stay on the floor or stay in his chair or he's, you know, like, hold me. And, okay, where do babies, where do they come up with this noise uh, in fiction and all that? 
Goo Goo Gaga. Whoever first uttered that babies go Goo Goo Gaga, they do not go Goo Goo Gaga. You know what they do? They make noises like, like they're trying to crap. They <coughs> they make all kinds of weird noises that sound nothing like goo 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 gaga. I think one of the cats just attacked the dog. <laughs> but so, and Liam wanted me to keep playing with his toys with him, you know, push him back and forth. So I didn't get much time at the computer. And uh, but I did get some stuff done. Uh, I was able to do, define some sprites, not thoroughly, but I was able to set up where uh, what tiles they are at least. Because what I do with the sprite definitions, if you've seen like the snail maze source, uh, I always have the initial set of definitions laid out, you know, right in a row, and feed those in. Uh, with a loop or whatever you want to call it. So I, I was, I'm going to do that separately for each game. I'm going to have the title. I have the title screen and tic tac toe together, and because there's only two sprites for tic tac toe, that's a little cursor that you move around. And then, um, then I'm going to have a whole set of sprite defi definitions for just click and a whole set of sprite definitions for pegs and then another set of def well yeah another set of definitions for pegs two player and then another set of definitions for the hidden game so uh, you know I, I'm gonna have to rename a bunch of constants to where you know it starts at 200 the 200 page where I store my sprites at, I'm going to have to rename a bunch of them, you know, make more than one set. But, you know, it's the first time I'm actually going to do that. But with it being a multi-cart, I think it'll work out. Uh, I also drew a few tiles, not too many, but I drew a couple of different tiles that I didn't have ready yet. And, uh... I did do a little bit of coding, but not a not a lot. The coding I did, I was thinking, I have never done uh, a way to put in a code, like, uh, for instance, the Konami code, you know, up, up, down, down, blah, blah, blah. On pegs, I had actually done, made one code that it was down, up, down, B. And it gave you an Easter egg screen or something, if I remember right. And with that, there was no timing to it. You could press down, and you could wait like a minute. Then you could press up, and wait one second, and press down again. And then wait 30 minutes, and press B, and then it would work. You know, there was no time in between each one. So... I set out this time to actually make a code input where you have to enter it quickly enough or else if it if you don't do it in enough time then it will reset and you'll have to start that thing over the code input and I pulled it off I don't know if it's the best way to do it or not but uh, I think what I'm gonna do is actually I haven't posted any 6502 code on the 
Sly Dog Studios blog for a while. So I think on Sunday, maybe I'll do that and uh, show you guys how I did that input, the code input. And that's really the only coding I got done today. But it was something, you know, and, and it worked in the end when I got it done. It only took me, I don't know, a couple of tries to get things right. And then uh, I refined it because when I started, uh, what's it called, commenting it, I started commenting it because I thought, yeah, maybe on Sunday I'll put this up on the web. I noticed a few things that I was like, oh, well, pfft, why do I have that there? I don't need that anymore or that. So that worked out all right. Uh, besides that, that's all I did dev-wise. Uh, the sprite definitions, which aren't complete, but I worked on. And I drew a couple of tiles that I didn't have that I needed. And I figured out a code for code input. And the kids were clingy. <laughs> anyway, before I go on, I want to give a shout-out to our partner, NintendoAge.com. If you collect games... If you're a gamer or you just like to be around like-minded people on the interwebs, then you can join NintendoAge.com. Their admins are awesome. You know why? They made a collection tool. A collection tool that spans both Sega and Nintendo systems. Both of them. All of them. And you can make different kinds of lists that you want for games you beat or whatever you want. You can trade games, buy them, sell them, learn how to create them, all on NintendoAge.com on the forums. Membership is free, so be sure to go to NintendoAge.com and don't be a douche. Okay, um, here's what I wanted to talk about. Have you ever like look, looked forward to something that you just found out about? I, I turned on Netflix the other night thinking, well, let's watch something. And then as I was scrolling through, I thought, hey, I keep hearing about that Chasing Ghosts documentary. So I started typing it in, and it popped up. And I was like, wow, okay, well, here we go. I've, I want to see what this is like. And it was like about the 80s and the arcades and how people who were into them and stuff like that and then people who were really good at them you know certain individuals and uh, one certain arcade with a referee person that started keeping track of stuff and it was all cool info but as I kept watching I was sitting there thinking man th this doesn't feel like it has any direction to it and I was sitting there the whole time like about 30 minutes into it thinking What's going on? I I just don't get it. Is just is this just feeding me like information and and that's it or what? And I kept watching and kept watching and by the time it was just about over to the time it was over, I was bored out of my skull. And I just I I couldn't explain it. The only thing I can think of is that I am spoiled. And by that, what do I mean? At the, uh, yeah, the last Nintendo Age campout that uh, they've been having every year, uh, 
at P. Surge's property, his, I believe, acre of property, they had a private showing of a movie that was made. Uh, Robin Mihara, I believe he came in third place in the Nintendo World Championships way back in the day, you know, when Thor Ockerland won. And, well, him and a couple other guys, including uh, Vince, Uncle Tusk from, uh, I guess it's called Tusk Games. I can't remember. He has a link. Oh, Walrus Games. Walrus Games. We have a link to his website also over on the right-hand bar on the website there if you want to go check them out. Him and a couple other guys, Robin Mihara, they put together this documentary called Ecstasy of Order, the Tetris Masters. And I didn't know, but they they brought the movie to the Nintendo Age camp out to give a private showing to everybody. And I was like, oh wow, I did not expect this. So I was really excited about it. And they made us sign waivers that we couldn't, you know, disclose information about it because, you know, they're going to have it in like contests or something. So we couldn't go around saying, hey, we saw this, woohoo, you know, and here's what happens and whatever. So we had to sign these uh, disclaimers. And I was like, man, this is pretty official. And so, anyway, Robin Mihara, I believe he's the one who did most of the narrating in it. Uh, it's been a while now, but I think he did. And I think he came up with a lot of the stuff in it. And he went through this whole thing, like, as a story. Like, it was a documentary, but there's like, a story to it. And while the whole thing's going on, <clears throat> I, you know, I got to meet Thor at that first Nintendo Age Expo they had. And he was a great guy, and I got along with him and thought he was awesome. And, uh, so, I'm watching this movie, and it's going along, and all these other people that were going to participate in this Tetris Masters competition, like, I started getting this feeling of, like, Thor bashing, right? And they were like, oh, Thor, yeah, does he still got it? Can he do whatever, you know, I think I can beat Thor, and... And I just started getting this really bad feeling through the movie. And I was like, man, I don't know if I even want to watch this anymore. I feel like it's on a big Thor bash fest. And, you know, right then I was thinking, man, I don't get it. <laughs> you know, why are we watching this movie? Everybody here likes Thor. And then it goes through and there's this ending. And the movie turns out absolutely phenomenal. This documentary like is like a roller coaster but it's all on the same ride you know it's not like oh we're talking about this and we're talking about that we're talking about this and then that nothing like that it's like it takes you on this great ride and then you if if you know thor personally you're like what the son of a oh, come on and then at the end is just this great ending that i don't want to spoil it but I was just like, wow. And I, I seriously, like, I was like, oh, God, standing O. I had to give him a standing O. Everybody was all excited about it after the whole thing. Like, yeah, this is it. This is awesome. 
So I, I think I'm spoiled after seeing Ecstasy of Order because it is such a phenomenal movie. And Chasing Ghosts, maybe I was expecting too much. And maybe it's just more of a regular documentary and I was expecting more of it being a video game documentary, you know, maybe being a little more, I, I don't know, artistic or something. Because that ecstasy of order is just mind-boggling. It really turned out well. And it has uh, other people you might know in it. Uh, Pat the NES Punk, who's really popular with a lot of the people who watch videos uh, on about video games on the internet. Pat the NES Punk's on there. And, uh, of course, Thor, Ockerland, um, Dane from Nintendo Age is on there. There's quite a few people that some some of you may know. And it's it's just a really good movie. So I, I just I couldn't stand Chasing Ghosts and I think I got spoiled by Ecstasy of Order. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Cuz maybe it's better than what I I'll have to watch it again maybe give it another chance, you know. Hell, I gave Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde a few chances. I still don't really like it, but at least I beat it. <laughs> I I can't give Akari Warriors for the NES any more chances. But that's a whole other story. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Kick the music. And I guess I will talk to you tomorrow and let you know what I get done. If the kids aren't too clingy, hopefully. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, freaks. Well, I will talk to you tomorrow, and if you catch me slipping, tell Kevin. <laughs>